Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. Stand by for news and stuff. Is it snowing in your area? Windshield? Oh, it's a lot better here in Fort Wayne, but now slick roads, snow coming down. It must be winter. <laughs> I can't wait to head to Tampa, Florida. Oh, I'm just rubbing it in. That's not good. Hey, we're excited. Southwest Radio Church, the opportunities God has given us. We're getting ready to publish our new book, The New America, Flood of Evil, coming out sometime here. And uh, InvisibleWarOfTheSaints.com continues to be a hot seller. Thank you for purchasing the book. God is just blessing in a special way. All kinds of good things happening at Greg Pat Ministries, and we thank you for being a part. We're getting ready to come down for a few weeks here and there in February and March down in Tri-Cities, Tennessee. Thank you for the food invitations, breakfast, lunch, uh, dinner. <laughs> I, I'm going to be a fat one when I get out of town. No, I, I'm grateful again. Great to have friends, and we have bunches of them in the Virginia, Tennessee area. Thank you again for your support. I mean that sincerely. Your prayers, telling others about the broadcast, and, and you know, just being here every day at this time. And I continue to say it. I think I love you. What in the world is going on? The numbers continue to decline. Yep. In New Hampshire, Trump way out ahead again. And then uh, Nevada and South Carolina. And uh, remember what I told you. Yep. Here's Donald. Open Doors U.S. Working under its worldwide name, Open Doors International, to provide food and medicine and trauma care, legal help, safe housing, and spiritual support for Christians has released its newest World Watch list of persecution of Christians. And it stunningly reveals that some 5 million Christians were added to the list of those facing high levels of persecution and discrimination for their faith in just the last 12 months. A year ago, the total was 360 million it's jumped to 365. This means that one in seven Christians experience pressure or violence because of their faith in Jesus Christ. Number one among the worst offenders, North Korea, where Kim Jong-un's dynasty continues to crush any perceived threat to its authority, including religious belief. Here's one modern part of that here in America, the anti-Christian bias, I mean. It's been well established with the latest egregious example being NBC's editing remarks by NFL quarterback C.J. Stroud. He's a strong Christian. He praised Jesus in a clip posted on social media. In the original version, the dynamic Houston, Texas rookie sensation had just sliced and diced the Cleveland Browns in a wild game card in the NFL when he was interviewed as he left the field by reporters. First and foremost, I just want to give all the glory to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Shroud said that before thanking the city of Houston and its fans for their support. Well, any mention of Jesus was taken out. Yeah, the prince and the power of the air doing his thing. Well, I was looking over information from MSNBC and others about not sharing Donald Trump victory speech in Iowa. Now... Senator Marco Rubio from Florida has blasted the left-leaning loony networks 
that chose not to air President Trump's full remarks following his historic victory in Monday's Iowa caucuses, linking them, now get this, to the state-run media from authoritarian regimes around the world. That's something to think about. Rubio, who offered his endorsements to President Trump ahead of the first GOP primary contest, appeared Wednesday on Hannity and sounded off on news organizations like MSNBC and CNN over their ideological snub. Is that what it was? It's about bias anymore. That's it. There's always been liberal bias in the media. Human beings are biased. There's partisan, Rubio said. They're now extending that not to just attack Donald Trump as a candidate, as president and future president, but also to attack the people who follow him. Trumpers, huh? Isn't that something? What's really changed is not just a partisan tone of the coverage, but now this effort to say, hey, we're not going to carry a speech. We're not going to let you hear what he has to say. We're going to interpret it for you, and we'll put it in little snippets that we want you to hear, but we've made the decision to no longer carry it. All of these people, a part of the commie squad trying to destroy America. What if they really know what they're doing, a lot of them? You know, I think they do. For America's ruling elites, nothing more precious, more wonderful. It's a wonderful life. We're going to talk a lot about January the 6th, 2021. That's what the demons, the Democrats want to talk about. Insurrection at the Capitol. It's irrelevant that these things didn't come remotely close to constituting what is a real insurrection or that both police and over 200 undercover FBI assets provoked that riot. It was a, a major setup. You'll find that out in the history books. You and I will probably be dead by then, but uh, it's going to come out. Vice President, fake Vice President Kamala Harris, still insists that that riot on January the 6th was as bad as 9-11 and the surprise attack on Pearl Harbor. What in the world? It's not just because convicting, imprisoning, torturing, destroying the lives of hundreds, thousands of Trumpers. It's meant to terrify, intimidate you into submission. You better listen to us. This thing is scary. It's not just because activist judges and most of them are liberal loonies that are working against Trump and the bureaucrats in over 30 states are just nuts trying to keep Trump off their state's election ballots because they know he's going to win by citing the 14th Amendment prohibition against anyone who engaged in insurrection cannot hold elective office. Oh, yeah. The demons are roaring. Satan knows his time is short, and this stuff is going to continue to the end of your life. Hey, it's the border dummy talking about that uh, squatter in the White House. Have you heard of the uh, media sensation, at least on radio, Charlemagne the God, uh -huh, multimedia mogul? He's sounding the alarm now about the impact of the growing migrant crisis it's having on working-class people from coast to coast, many of whom are calling into his very popular radio show, expressing their outrage and suggesting it is going to hurt the Democrats in 2024. Well, duh. During an interview with Fox, Charlemagne was asked about whether he viewed the issue of immigration as a major factor ahead of November. He said he constantly hears from his listeners complaining about the influx of migrants, 
millions of them, rocking each community, something he didn't hear about until this past year so loudly. I have the privilege of doing morning radio, speaking to working class people every single day. And you know, people are really concerned about this issue. And they should be. What does Trump say? Drill, drill, drill the first day. Close the borders. Amen. And it goes by the numbers. 33% of Americans say that uh, fake President Joe Biden is guilty of corruption, should be impeached. Many Democrats now in the new poll, the Center Square Voters Voice Poll, found that 34% of likely voters say that Joe Biden's guilty of corruption and should be impeached. The numbers continue to climb. What about this one? It's about the families of three men found dead outside of a home near Kansas City are demanding some answers after police indicated there were no signs of any foul play. The three friends were all in their 30s, had reportedly gotten together to watch the NFL football game between Kansas City and Los Angeles Chargers. That was on January the 7th in suburban Northland. Their families began to get worried when they didn't hear back from the trio and they couldn't get a hold of the owner of the home where they were to meet. Two days later, the fiancé of one of the men went to the home, broke in in order to get inside when no one answered the door and called police, finding a body on the back porch. Kansas police found the other bodies, the two men at the home they investigated. The homeowner reportedly told police that the three died as a result of freezing temperatures. Police confirmed to News Nation that they were not investigating the deaths of the homicide, meaning they found no evidence of any foul play. Jennifer Marquez, the mother of 37-year-old David Harrington, says the families of the men are just outraged. I am furious. Everybody in this thing's furious. Nobody believes this. None of his friends, none of the families, nobody believes this. Three dead. Watching football. Froze to death? Hmm. Business news, it's somewhere between $35 and $45. Sleepy Joe, what are you trying to do now? Oh, you've got an idea here. Must be election year. The Biden administration wants overdraft fees to drop to $3. The Consumer Financial Bureau proposed new rules yesterday that would cap the fees that banks charge who, well, try to spend more than they have in their accounts. People do that. The agency proposed $3, $6, 7 and $14 upper limits. Banks usually charge $35 to $45 per overdraft. Three bucks, huh? Your next Apple Watch probably won't be able to measure your blood oxygen levels after a federal appeals court yesterday reinstated a ban on importing the Series 9 and Ultra 2 watches that were found to infringe on another company. You can't do that. Tensions in the Middle East are certainly not easing, and Iran's foreign minister insisted yesterday that Iranian-backed groups won't stop launching those attacks as long as the Israel-Hamas war continues. I wonder how close we are to the overall end of life, as you and I know it. Hey, it seemed like only yesterday China tried to stop people from having babies. Now the Chinese government, like your aging relatives, want to see more baby showers. China's overall population dropped in 2023 for the second year in a row. In part, due to the annual decline of Babies being born, the seventh straight one, by the way. China's population fell by 2.1 million. Now, they're encouraging people to have babies. 
Well, I think it was the last summer we teased about winter coming and electric vehicles freezing up. Uh, while you were asking, where are my old snow pans? Electric vehicle owners have struggled to get around town, especially like Chicago, where the wind chill fell to 25 below Fahrenheit this week. Tesla owners had so much trouble simply charging their vehicles that some people were forced to abandon dead cars, lots of them all over the place, creating charging stations that became known as Tesla graveyards. Oh, those electric vehicles. Wonderful. Hey, what's going on here? Huh? Boeing suffered another embarrassing oopsie yesterday. All the doors blow off. Well, the 737 meant to shuttle U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken home from Davos. Had a critical failure yesterday, leaving him stranded until he changed airplanes. The company's stock just ticked up a little bit. The British royals are having medical problems. The Princess of Wales, better known as Kate Middleton, is in the hospital with a planned abdominal surgery. Don't know what it is. Going to be there a couple of weeks. That's going to be serious, right? King Charles undergoing a procedure for an enlarged prostate. And Coachella has unveiled its lineup, including a no-doubt reunion we won't speak about. And those of us who are older have no idea what Coachella is or the group No Doubt. <laughs> Where is my... Oh, never mind. So maybe a job at Walmart, maybe not a bad idea. Walmart recently announced its average hourly wage for U.S. Frontline Associates, $17.50 an hour. Simply put, we want to see our associates thrive. We mean it when we see our people make the difference. You know, I wonder, what would I be like as a, a, a greeter at Walmart? Again, never mind. All kinds of things to think about today. Good one, faith. Hey, no matter what's ahead for you, God is already there. If it wasn't for Donald Trump winning in 2016, Americans would never have known just how dirty and deep the Democratic swamp is. Church today? What if we take away the cool music and the cushioned chairs? And what if the screens were all gone and the stage was no longer decorated this Sunday? What if the air conditioning is off or the heat? and the comforts are all removed, would God's word still be enough for his people to come together and worship him? Whoa. Muhammad is dead. Buddha is dead. Every pope is dead. Joseph Smith is dead. Gandhi is dead. Every Dalai Lama is dead. Jesus is alive. People born in the 50s have lived seven decades, two centuries, and two millenniums. They say we have the best music, the fastest cars, drive-in theaters, soda fountains, and happy days here again. And we're not even that old yet. We're just that cool. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. I asked the question, keep us all on our toes, what did you get out of the Word today? And have you done the big five yet? Every day, Christians should. Yeah, they should. Number one, read your Bible. Number two, be in prayer. Number three, serve mankind in and out of the church. Serve people today. Number four, fellowship with other believers because it's vital. Otherwise, you're going to fall back into the world. And finally, make sure that you're worshiping in a good Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church. Coming up this weekend, you need to be there. 
Christians, the walk isn't easy, but it's made a whole lot better if you'll follow this program. I pray that you will. Inquiries, by the way, coming in on where we're going to be speaking when we come to uh, Tri-Cities, Tennessee. Let's see here. Ah, First Free Will Baptist Church, Pastor Nathan Jennings. That's uh, in the morning on February the 25th. And then in the evening, we're going to be at Lynn Valley Baptist Church with Pastor Tim Tapp. Join us in Elizabethan. A good reading today might be 2 Timothy 3.1. In the end times and their coming, it will be terrible in those last days. People will be lovers of themselves. Tell me we're not there. Lovers of money and boastful people and proud and abusive and disobedient to their parents. My goodness, it's never been like this, has it? Ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of good for sure. The Bible says the last days on earth are going to be filled with tragedy, and there's not much good news in the world right now, is there? You really listen to the news today, right? Doomsday bearing down on America? Think about it. In the minds of many, sure. Others see the future as providing more fantastic opportunities. Things are wonderful, especially in the last two years. Opportunities at every hand. New inventions happening. Microchip technology. Levels of communication and efficiency that most never dreamed of. It's a great day in America. Is it? While technological advances continue to impress us, there's also the ever-growing dark side of man. Read Jeremiah 17, 9. Man's nature is being revealed in his misrule of the planet. You hear these stories every day on Hello World. Poverty, war, ethnic tensions continue to worsen. Even in the United States of America, the nation widely recognized as the most powerful and influential nation of the free world. It's currently experiencing difficulties, right? How many people are behind President Trump? How many people were behind President Obama? Who really is the leader? So what does the future hold? Will technology be used to bring about recovery, or will it be used by evil-minded men to bring about our demise? According to the Bible, what will happen to America? You know, the majority of people who settled in this country have a unique connection to the biblical patriarch Abraham and his descendants. You can read in Genesis 48, 13 through 16, explaining how Joseph, Abraham's great-grandson, was sold into slavery by his brothers, yet became a powerful ruler in Egypt. Joseph's two sons, Ephraim, Manasseh, received from their grandfather Jacob a special blessing, did they not, that had previously been passed down from Abraham? Prophecies in the Bible reveal that these two brothers, Ephraim and Manasseh, would rise to prominence. Today, the descendants of those two are largely the peoples of Great Britain and the United States, respectively. To understand what's going to happen to America, you have to study biblical prophecy directed toward Manasseh. The Bible prophesies that the descendants of this man would become a great nation, and that the descendants of his brother Ephraim would become a multitude of nations, Genesis 48, 19. The United States and Britain and some of its former colonies, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, are the nation and a group of nations that best fit this biblical description. We have really been blessed here in America. As far as military prowess and physical blessings go, the Bible says that in the last days, the descendants of Joseph would be exceptionally blessed above all other nations, even their own brethren. 
and other nations that would rise from Abraham's descendants, Genesis 49. These prophecies have come to pass, just as God said. And the United States, hey, it's unusual. Summarizing the physical resources of this country, such as the American geography, it's an impressive one. The Great Mississippi Basin, together with intercoastal waterways, has more miles of navigable internal waterways than the rest of the world combined. The American Midwest is both overlaid by this waterway and is the world's largest contiguous piece of farmland. The U.S. Atlantic coast possesses more major ports than the rest of the Western Hemisphere combined. Two vast oceans insulated the United States from Asian and European powers. Deserts separate the United States from Mexico to the south. Lakes and forests separate the population in Canada from those in the United States. The United States has capital, food surplus, physical insulation in excess of every other country in the world by an exceedingly large margin. Sure it does. And people continue to wonder, why does God bless the United States despite all of our evil here? The U.S. is a powerful nation with abundant fertile land, a good climate, and laws that allow for creativity and investment in hard work and the ability to enjoy the fruits of one's labor. But in spite of the United States' blessings, my friend, poor decisions by leadership through the years have threatened the way of life of so many Americans, those that have come to enjoy this old world. Irresponsible increases in debt and entitlement programs that cannot possibly be sustained at current levels of taxation or problems passed on from one generation to the next. You take care of that. Most of those listening to this radio broadcast are Christian, are conservative in their ideas and philosophies. And one of the dangers of all of this stuff, especially politically, is getting your eyes off of God and onto a man. Remember, God is in charge. Solomon wrote, everything under the sun is meaningless, like chasing after the wind, Ecclesiastes 1.14. Do you ever feel like that's happening? Everything in your life is meaningless? You're chasing the wind? No wonder you can get depressed in the world today. For the most part, unless you're listening to those happy news stations, news every day is depressing. It's the world in which we live. God said this is the way that it would be, so get over it and get to praying. The Bible says only those things done for Christ will last. Everything that we see is going to be the hay, wood, and stubble that's going to burn. And those precious jewels, the things that you do for Jesus. In just the last week, how many things have there been? Yeah, depression, it's real in more ways than one. But my friend, we have someone very special, if you know Jesus Christ as Savior. He is not an answer, as most of us know. Oh, no, he is the absolute answer, period. Have you ever been saved? Good start today. Trust Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior for whosoever, that's you, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I love it, my friend. And something to think about, just don't think about it too long. Do regular dogs see police dogs and think, oh, no, it's a cop? <laughs> I uh, I wish everything was as easy as getting fat. What do you think about that? And finally, the woman went to a dating service. She put it, here's what I want. Guy needs to be good-looking, polite, humorous, sporty, knowledgeable, good at singing and dancing. 
willing to accompany me the whole day at home during my leisure hour, even if I don't go out. Be able to tell me interesting stories when I need a companion for a conversation and be silent when I want the rest. The matchmaker looked over the whole thing, put it into the computer, came back, said, it says, buy a television. <laughs> There's no guy in the world out there that, oh, never mind. Join me on Facebook. Yeah, Greg, Jerry, J. Patton, B-A-T-T-E-N. Want to hear what we were saying a year ago, two, three, four, available, whcbradio.org or gregpatton.com. That's it. Had my say for another day. That's the way it is. Thursday, January the 18th, 2024. I am Greg Patton. God bless. Have a great day.